Deep breath. It is the full moon in Aries. <sighs> Breathe deeply as we align with the moon cycles. And we determine and we know that this full moon is for release. We have magical prayers for the Christian witch, the book by yours truly at your service. Go to christianwitches.com and click on books. And you will see magical prayers for the Christian witch. And in that book, there are ritual prayers for all of our new moons and full moons, as well as the tarot card correspondences to reflect on, as well as essential oils that are aligned with the magical words, the words of power. And that is where we are drawing today's prayer for our magical prayers or words of power for the Christian witch. For full moon in Aries, breathe. Now, Lake Princess and I are releasing procrastination and busyness, doing too much. When I share with my daughter about busyness, she said, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? What we mean by that is do doing without productivity or overdoing it, hustle. That is not the mode by which we create. We create by inspired action. And yes, it does take massive action to create massive things. Yet this is not busyness. Busyness has a frenetic energy to it. And busyness also could denote that we are doing too much. Rather than being aligned with the universe, which is having us take my five massive, intentional, focused, inspired action, that our action, though when people look at us, they may think that we're doing a lot. It is inspired. It is intentional. It is focused. This is the type of action we take. We are not busy. We know a lot of people that are busy that may not be productive. Breathe deeply as we receive our full moon in Aries. Words of power. The essential oils that are listed here to align with are cassia. These are hot and spicy oils, cassia being the hottest of all the ones that we'll speak of. To match the fire of Aries, cassia, peppermint, the brightness of Aries, lemon, orange, Spearmint, or you can choose your own by inspiration. The tarot cards to meditate on. The emperor for dominion, order, rulership, authority. Here is the prayer. Source, creator, creatrix. I am one with the one. I am one with all. In this knowing of oneness, I ask and know that whatsoever I ask is already answered. With this utter and complete faith and trust in the universe of life, 
I, we make the following requests of this on this full moon in Aries. I ask to be liberated of all past hurts, pains, and sorrows. Breathing deeply. I ask to be liberated from all suffering and for all to be liberated from all suffering. This is a prayer not only for self, it is a prayer for all. I ask to be emotionally balanced, wise, and harmonious in all my relationship dealings, especially relationships that have proven challenging to me. So we're throwing out all the excess challenge in our relationships. I ask to give up neediness, control, and manipulation for the higher vibratory planes of giving from overflow, emotional generosity of spirit, abundance, and pure unconditional love that asks or seeks nothing in return, yet is fully open and receptive to life. I ask to be liberated from any constrictions in consciousness. This is where we let go of all the the restraints and the constructs and the constrictions and the restrictions that we have endured and any constraining energies that I am unaware of that can lock or stalemate me and or my creation. So we have the constrictions we we are aware of and then there are the constrictions we are unaware of. All of these are liberated. We are liberated from all of these. I ask to be liberated from doing things my own way without trusting divine guidance and or thinking, believing I have to figure it out on my own without any help or support, letting that go. I know I'm fully supported in everything I think, say, and do. The universe does not play favorites. And if it did, I would be a favorite. I am favored by God, goddess I am. If, If the universe did play favorites, you'd be a favorite. Everyone's a favorite. I now embrace, harness, and utilize the power of this full moon in Aries to rid myself of all energies that no longer serve my evolutionary growth and development. This is being spoken over our tarot deck as well. I am liberated in the here and now. I am freed of the grips of the lower self. I am that I am. Amen. Breathe feel liberated. We're adding to the liberation. Liberation from procrastination. Liberation from busyness. Doing too much. Running hither and thither, as my mother used to say, like a chicken with a head cut off. Be intentional. Be focused. Be a master. Masters do not rush. Breathe. Now I'm going to call up first Lake Princess. So I have an answer for us, Lake Princess. So, Lake Princess, are you able to come on stage? Beautiful. And everyone, if you come on stage and if we do uh, any, uh, any shares, remember we are recording. And it will be available on the Christian Witches blog, uh, on the Christian Witches podcast, which is at ChristianWitches.com. And when you listen to it, uh, don't say anything on here that you wouldn't want the whole world to hear because that's who will be hearing it. 
All right, Lake Princess, I have an answer for you. This morning you asked me a question. And the answer, yes. You asked me a question. Excellent. So your card is the Seven of Wands. And I got this brand new deck. I did not know how I was going to do these readings tonight. And lo and behold, something was guiding me. I didn't even know there was a mall near here. And I began walking and I didn't know what I was looking for. And then I was like, ooh, Marshalls. Ooh. And of course, they can get me into a Marshalls. Is this? I set foot in the Marshalls. And literally straight ahead of me, y'all can see this on the stories on my Instagram. Right in front of me was a tarot deck. I'm like, whoo! And this tarot deck came in such a cute box. It is amazing. It is amazing. So it has been sitting here in this energy and, and it's consecrated and prayed up with us. And it's charged. And while I was out today, like Princess, I was in the cemetery. And that video will be going up on the YouTube channel later on. As soon as I have the technology of uh, uh, cooperating and while I was in the cemetery and you can even use the video for this same thing on every full moon not just full moon in Aries while I was in the cemetery I specifically asked to release and leave there in the cemetery the energies of procrastination and busyness And now you have the Seven of Wands. And the Seven of Wands is telling me that there is something that is associated with this. And everyone, uh, by all means, the I haven't done readings in I don't know how long because deep down within myself, I know everyone has all their own answers. So we do readings as a catalyst to spark the intuitive voice deep within, sort of to bridge and to bring forward cosmic knowledge and awareness that maybe we were not seeing clearly and let the cards speak to us. Tarot is a powerful tool. I've been using it for many, many, many years. And I don't use it all the time like I used to. I do love it. So we know we don't need anything outside of ourselves to tell us anything. We use it as we desire. And we use it for connection with source. So you have the Seven of Wands and the Seven of Wands really is about a person who is battle ready, because they've just been through so much. Is that sort of your story? Like, they've been through a lot. As a matter of fact, the Seven of Wands, he's standing and he has one wand in his hand. He's like ready. He's like ready for a battle. He's kind of tattered. And he got up so fast that he has on two different shoes. And I've been playing with tarot. When I say playing with tarot, I mean diving into the energies of tarot for many, many, many years. I began in 2005 and it's now 2021, so about 16 years I've been in this lifetime. I know in other lifetimes we were studying this ancient book as well. I had never seen that until like maybe a year or so ago. So you can, and I'm telling you, I have stayed at this card I don't know how many times. And I did not see that until I think last year when we were in one of our rooms for ACIM, A Course in Miracles, when we were studying the card for the day, and it had, he's rushed, because he has on two different shoes. 
So for everyone in the room, pull up the seven of wands so that you can look at it. And you can see that he's been through some things. Is this you? You've been through some things. Uh, you've seen some grief, we could say. Is that accurate? Beautiful. So that's your card. That is the significator card that shows you what's happening right now. So let's pull a card now and let's get a solution. Ooh, solution is Wheel of Fortune. That's lovely. Wheel of Fortune. Now, here's what Wheel of Fortune is about. Usually it's about cycles. Things being up one minute and down the next. However, we're pulling it as a solution card for you, which means we must go to the gift in the Wheel of Fortune. And the gift in the wheel is that if you're riding the outside of the wheel, you're getting run over sometimes and sometimes you're high. It's like, wee, whoa, wee, oh. And this wheel, this wheel of fortune, fortunes go up, fortunes go down. And it happens for everyone. All, it's uh, Everything in the uh, third dimension is in a state of flux. Continuous change. That's the nature of the third dimension. So it could look great. You know, you could fortune could be going your way one moment and not going your way another moment. Doesn't matter. Where you are to go, Lake Princess, and this really is going to mirror, and you may want to reflect tonight in the full moon energy as you watch the moon. I would even go out in the moon, take, take your crystals, get some moon water if you desire. Moon water is just what I take water outside and let it charge in the full moon. I just use it as moon water. D don't make any of these things complicated. We can keep them very simple. You can go out in the moon water if you desire, with the moon tonight, get a nice basin or even a bowl, and you can have moon water in there clear clean pristine water go out under the full moon take the wheel of fortune and here's what the wheel of fortune will help you do if you go to the center of the wheel you are not affected by the ups and downs so think of the spokes going to the outer edge of the wheel a lot of people are riding the outside of the wheel go to the center of the wheel and no matter whether the wheel is up or down you still are centered so what this is telling me, meditation, spiritual practices, meditation, meditation, meditation. Do you have a tarot deck? I do. It's not with me at this time. Do you know tarot pretty well? Uh, I, I can say yes. Uh, I used to interpret tarot for fun. Okay. Do you work with the Wheel of Fortune? for a balancing card and this is a perfect card for the full moon because it's going to bring us all to central wheel of fortune the other thing i like about wheel of fortune is that you can pull on all four of the avatars in the four corners so you have the avatar and when i was growing up i grew up in the cult of jehovah's witnesses and they taught us about the four attributes four divine attributes of god represented by the man the eagle the the um the bull and the lion and these you see on the tower you see the four attributes of God and they also appear again on the 
world card. So the world card and the wheel of fortune, they're very closely correlated. They have this circular thing going on. The world card is very different because it means uh, accomplishment, wholeness. You've come full circle. You have the success. You have the whole world. You're, you've arrived. It's like you're a Mount Everest peak moment. It's still got a wheel and it's still got those four avatars in each of the quadrants, the four corners. And so I like maybe pulling in the world card with this and go out tonight in the full moon, take your crystals if you do have moonstone. That's perfect one, of course, obviously for working with the moon. And if you do have your essential oils that we mentioned earlier, because it's full moon in Aries, and so we're paying homage to that fire of Aries and Cassia. That's probably the hottest essential oil you're gonna find. As a matter of fact, we can even ask Latoya about that because she's an ancient Chinese, she is a Chinese herbalist, and I know that's one of the 50 herbs of Chinese medicine. Is that accurate, Latoy? I tell you one thing, I, I had um I had a moment with Cassia one day when I got a drop of it directly on my lip or something like that. And normally I dilute it with water and I love to do a mouthwash with it. Um, with Cassia and tea tree oil and peppermint. Sometimes I'll add a little peppermint. Like one drop of Cassia because it's super hot and but this time I, yeah, yeah, whenever the cassia is on me, I'm on fire. So, <laughs> yeah, be real careful with that one. Dilute, 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 dilute. If you're going to work with cassia, I just love it. I just love cassia. It's one of my things. So that's why it's right up there on that list for this Aries fire. I don't know of a more fiery oil than cassia, but Latoy can tell you about that because that's her area of expertise. I can only share with you what my experience is. That is not my area of expertise. So I'm sharing with you my experience and, and what I do with them and Latoy can share more. Lake Princess, you good? Oh, Lake Princess, one other thing. When I went to the cemetery today, I intentionally dumped. I left in the cemetery procrastination and busyness I left it there so and I was walking the cemetery today family between about four and five somewhere around there you all could have felt maybe an energetic shift around that time or maybe lightness or watch the video after it's posted on the YouTube channel and feel it as you tap into the energy of the full moon and being in the cemetery in the full moon and releasing, leaving it there in a dead place. Now, it was, of course, it was a lot. It's full of a lot of spirits. All cemeteries are full of lots of spirits. I'm talking about the remains, things you don't need anymore. That's a beautiful place. It's a park where nature just subsumes the remains. We just leave it to nature. And there were streams in there, and there were trees, old growth trees, and hills. It, it's one of the most magnificent cemeteries I've ever seen. Now, when you go to the little small cemetery, and, and it had a lot of old, old um, tombstones in there. When you see these tombstones, you, you're just going to be like, oh my goodness. And then I came across a tombstone that had like five dead kids in it. And I'm like, what in the world happened to these children? Like what? Literally, it had five kids on there that died. All, all of them, children, all the children, like all the children of this couple. I'm like, what happened to these children? The thing, it had my mouth hanging open. 
that'll be on the, the Valerie Love YouTube channel. At any rate, clear, meditate, work with that card tonight on the full moon, write it out, release it, the procrastination and the busyness, yes? Excellent. We're going to go to Latoy. Latoy, how you loving? And anyone, if you desire, um, you can just raise your hand, come up on stage. Remember that we are recording. I love doing readings. I, I used to have a show back in the day, years ago, maybe about eight years ago. It was called, I think, The Beyond Show. And I used to, it's, you probably still can find it on um, iTunes because um, I was on iTunes. And I used to come on and do readings. Um, I think it was every Tuesday, like 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, it was on Blog Talk Radio, and then I turned it into a podcast. And I tell you, people used to show up before me. I would I would turn up on the show, and it was only a 30-minute show, so I had to do some fast readings, like, you know, just get straight in there and do one, two, three card readings, things like that. And I tell you one thing, those folks, woo. Okay, I see what we're working with here, Latoy, as we go forward. Um, and I tell you, the family used to show up before I was. I, I, they would just be lined up. And I'm like, wow, I love it. Okay, Latoy, what's your question? Because the card came forward for you. It does because you have a ten of swords and that means you're at the end of the cycle and ten of swords is it's really a strange card because when you look at it you see this man he's laying on the ground he's face down he has ten swords in his back he's bleeding it, it, it looks pretty bad but the good news and the good news not but and the good news about the ten of swords is tens all mean is coming to a conclusion you're completing the circuit it's over yeah it got really bad and and you're at the end of it like this is the baddest, it's, it, this is the worst it's gonna get. From here, it's just gonna get better. So that's beautiful. I love pulling the Ten of Swords uh, better than I love like some of the other swords because all the swords are problematic because the swords re uh, represent the mental state, right? So we have four suits in the tarot, earth, air, fire, water, and the earth representing our physical nature, which are pentacles and the tarot, and water, which represents our emotional self, which is cups in the tarot, and swords, which represents our mental self, which is um, the suit of air. And uh, there was, what did I miss? Fire, of course, which represents our spiritual self, which is the suit of wands. So you have swords. Swords indicates overthinking. Swords indicates my mind and my mental thought processes got me here. Everyone listening to this, take notes and see what really resonates for you and see what you might apply to your own condition and what you might release tonight in the full moon. I did a thorough release in that cemetery today. Promise you that. So what are you releasing now? Let it go, let it go, let it go. Just pour it out, pour it out, pour it out. Let it go, let it go, let it go. And lighten your load. 
So the swords would indicate, are you a very analytical person, Latoy? Do you like to think things out? You like to have a plan? You like to line out, get all your ducks in a row, as they say, very analytical? Yes, and what this is indicating, because it has a 10 in the swords, it means that that has to come to an end, that where you're going, you're not going to be able to think your way there. You are going to have to intuit your way there. So though you, of course, we would never give up the air because we want to be completely balanced beings between our emotional self, our spiritual self, our physical self, and our mental self, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, we want to be aligned with all of these and not perfectly balanced because you, you're not going to have 25%, 25%, 25%, 25%. We don't mean that. We mean that they're harmonious. But when you acquire the earth energy, you can pull it forward. That's what we teach in mystery school. What we teach is becoming masters of the elements. This is what magical people do. Well, this indicates that your time of dependence on the thinking has come to an end. It's come to a completion, which is great. That where you're going, let's pull a card for where you're going. Ooh, Knight of Swords. Ooh, I love that. You know why? Oh my God, I love that. Because Knight of Swords is on a quest, still in a sword suit. So what they're telling you is not to throw away your intellect, right? Let the intellect be the servant of spirit. Knight of Swords is on a quest, as all the knights are. They're all on a quest. And this Knight of Swords, he's about truth. And I love that. Knight of Swords is about truth. He's, he's going to pursue truth, no matter what. And do you have that aspiration? And I'm hearing six months. In six months, this is all going to turn around. And when I say six months, it doesn't mean that it's going to be six months before it changes. It means that when you look up at the six-month mark, set a timer, mark it in your calendar exactly six months from today and tell us what occurred. That when you look up six months from today, I'm hearing six months. Six months from today, you will see that this will have completely about-faced. You'll be in the place the new place, all of it. Sounds awesome. Does that does that resonate for you? Are you seeing it as well? Absolutely. This sort of total, going back to the ten again, ten of swords, that you're done with that circuit. Um, it's almost like if you look at the Mayans, the Mayans say that every 52 years we complete a circuit and you're born new. So after you pass 52, 
you're new again. And this is from our uh, galactic signature and understanding the 13 moon calendar and coming off of artificial time and entering natural time. And if you want to understand exactly what I'm talking about, go to ValerieLove.com and the first thing you need to grab is Decode Yourself, the book Decode Yourself. It's only $11.11.11. And in that book, I teach you how to find these 10 aspects of your birth information that will guide you through your whole life, including your destiny markers, your birth angels, your tower birth cards, your galactic signature, your fifth force oracle, all of these are in there. And how to get this to work synergistically together because some people only look at Western astrology. And I will tell you this. I understand my birth information so well and I'm still decoding it. I don't know it all. I'm still decoding it. I know it so well that anything that comes up in my life, I'm going to look at it. Neither it's going to be handled by my emperor and my death card, which are my tarot birth cards. Or it's going to be handled by my metal ox. I'm born in the year of the ox. In Eastern astrology, and my element is metal ox. I give you all of that also in the book, How to Be a Christian Witch and Spell Crafting for the Christian Witch. Get both those books as well. Or I can go to my galactic signature, White Cosmic Wizard, Kim 234. I, you have all this entrance information. And the entrance information should not be limited only to Western astrology, even though that's a vast field. That's not all of your birth information. You want to look at yourself holistically. What are the Mayans saying about you? What are Easterners saying about you? What are numbers saying about you? Your numerology. What are your uh, What are your birth cards, your tarot cards saying about you? You when you want to know all that? I did. I'm super nosy. Okay. And be anyone else. And if you uh, love this space, tap on the little green house up top, Christian witches. We are starting, we already started uh, the new group of witches coming in for initiation. Incredible. Oh my goodness, this is going to be such an incredible group for 2022. Go right now before we, uh, while enrollment is open. A few people have said, I missed enrollment, I missed it. I was like, how, how did you miss it? Um, because I didn't, I didn't take action when enrollment was open. Enrollment is open, family, for a short period of time to all these new witches, witches, wizards, warlocks, magical beings, not women only, coming to the program. We had a nice, wonderful brother with us on Monday night. We were in the class. The class is there for you to watch so you can understand what initiation is about. And maybe you do it with us and maybe you do it on your own. I don't want you to miss the opportunity to step into the mystery school with us. Because when you see it and you see these incredible beings, you're going to be like, how come I didn't know anything about it? How come I wasn't in it? So go to ChristianWitches.com. It's right there on the first page. ChristianWitches.com initiation. So you can get the goodies. You can get the goods, the details. Okay, we saw Danalzia has her hand raised. And I think Devosha also had her hand raised. Devosha and then Danalzia. I think I saw Devosha first. Hi, you loving Devosha? I am loving peace and light, Reverend Bell. Peace and light, everyone. I am loving well. Thank you. I just had, um, I wanted to ask you if you would pull a card for me. 
And um, I also just wanted to kind of chime in on the first thing that you said about the, um, the Seven of Wands card, I think it was. But on that note, I have um, gotten to looking at certain uh, gemstones to help with clarity, intentional and purposeful thinking, and methodical thinking. And one that's good for that is the aquamarine spirit. So if that's anybody, if that'll help anybody or assist you in pulling out that divine wisdom inside of you, that aquamarine is really good for um, that wisdom and confidence and clarity and intentional purposeful thinking. That's it. But yes, please, Rev, pull a, pull a card for me. I love it. As you were speaking, I was shuffling and shuffling and shuffling so the cards could order themselves according to your energy. And you have the Knight of Wands. And yeah, I love the Knight of Wands. Are you a fire sign? I am not. I'm an earth sign. Are you I'm a fire witch? Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because the Knight of Wands is fiery, fiery, fiery. Oh, and yeah. Oh. Fire, 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 fire. Yes. Yeah, which is your spiritual self, which is meaning that you have this great fire inside of you that is a lighting up. There is some kind of spiritual quickening happening. And I'm loving that this is happening on full moon in Aries because the Aries fire is here. And the thing about this fire night is he has salamanders and salamanders on his cloak. Now, salamanders, of course, are the sacred, sacred totem of the fire. Yes, because all the... Yes, they all have um, sacred totems, animal spirits, and the sacred totem of the um, in the West is the um, salamander. But we also know that in the East, the dragon uh, is also a sacred totem of fire. Yes, and we also know that in in the upper realms, also where dragons live, is the phoenix. Also a fire totem. Yeah, you, you got all that. You got all that with you. All of it. Isn't that beautiful? Because there's some kind of stirring up. Yeah, lighting up your fire from inside. Spiritually, this is all happening spiritually. See, uh, Latoya's was different because it was happening mentally for her. And Lake Princess was different as well because hers was wand and then she had the Wheel of Fortune. She had a major arcana card. So it's really something that her soul is telling her to pay close attention to. It's very interesting. And here you with the knight of fire. I mean, he's on that steed and he is just racing. He's racing almost like the knight of swords is racing. And, and, and he's also on a quest. You know, these knights, they go out and they do these quests and they come back. Like, what is the energy of a knight? The energy of a knight is a quest, going out, conquering, going somewhere, right? Knights go out. Knights are chivalrous. Knights have, um, they, they have this honor code. You know, it just tells me that you have a very, uh, uh, what's the word? An integrous way of being. Integrity is very important to you. Yeah, that's all knight energy. And knights also are not, yet expressing in the king form because see all the knights are in movement but if you got a king a king was sitting on the throne mm -hmm. so there's still right unfoldment there 
Because, yeah, it's still in movement. It's still acquiring something, going out on this conquest for something. But, you know, we know that kings many times were knights before, right? They get elevated. Right. <laughs> yes. So it could, it could be a great elevation for you. You have this spiritual quickening, this fire inside of you. And this knight is dashing. And he is, if you look up the knight in the Rider Waite Smith, which is my favorite. I don't have the deck with me, but I practically have it memorized. Right? When you start working with Tara for a long time, it, it emblazons in your consciousness. And it wakes up dormant magical energies and powers in your consciousness. Well, this fire, it's plumes, is coming from like the top of his head. He's got the fires. And he's got the, the the feet on his feet. He has the wings of Hermes on his feet. Yes, yes. Move with some speed. Like I wouldn't procrastinate as, as you know, like Princess talking. I would be on the move, right? Now, if I was the king, I would be sitting on the throne. It would be a different energy. Well, y'all that got these knights, you know, you want to be moving because that's the energy, right? And the other thing about the knights is, be very careful to complete what you start. You have some open projects? Yes. Yeah, a lot of open <laughs> projects. Yeah, I see a lot of open projects. And in these projects, which is really beautiful, the projects, you can see them on the, the tunic. Because look at the tunic of in the in the fire suit, in the wands. Look, if you have right away Smith, pull it up. Everyone pull it up if you have it. If you don't have it, you can pull it up online. Look at the tunic on the knight and look the salamanders, the black salamanders against the yellow. And then look at the salamanders on the, the king's cape. They're different. The salamanders on the king, they're closed. He closed the loops. He completed the projects. He reached to mastery. He, and it doesn't mean that you can't be a master if you have open loops. doesn't mean that. It means that the message for you devotion here now is that you have many open projects to complete and they're beautiful projects be careful not to get caught up in all these different projects be mindful that you're wanting to bring these projects to completion yes yeah yes, that's yes, that's yes. important for you gratitude 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 and um i did feel this shift today at 4 p.m. between 4 and 5 p.m. and I was up till 4 a.m. this morning completing one project that I had, one iron I had in the fire. So this is definitely received and confirmed and to you I say love and blessings and thank you. Beautiful. Are you going to be joining us in the mystery school? Because I tell you one thing. Oh, Robert's in the room. Ah! You know, that's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Um, because get this witchiness going and, and get this, this, get this deliciousness out into the world. <laughs> we specialize in that. Okay. I will actually be joining y'all in, um, December, um, at the winter equinox. I will definitely be there. And by then I will know if I will be joining you in the school. Beautiful. I am complete. Thank you. You're welcome. And in the meantime, I'm going to give you some homework to Devosha. And I'm going to give everyone homework in the room. You're going to need to talk about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch the class that we did. It's free. It's open to everyone. Go watch the class. 
And you can see the class if you go to christianwitches.com. It's not at ValerieLove.com because we're in the Christian Witches room. It's all Christian Witches. So you go to christianwitches.com and you click on initiation. And you're going to see there um, a video about me talking about it and some bullet points. At the bottom of that page is a link that says, hey, let me watch the video. It'll You just fill in your name and email and it'll take you right to the class that we had on Monday night. It's You, you have to say, I want to see it, right? You have to take that action and tell the universe, I want to see it. It's free. It's open to everyone. And when you watch it, watch it with intention and watch the participants and watch what we're talking about and listen to the witches that have already been through and they've been initiated and look at the robe. The robe is one of my faves. Oh my God. The robe is, the robe is magnificent. The robe is gorgeous. When y'all see this robe, y'all gonna be like, Rev, how come you ain't tell me we get a robe? I'm telling y'all in advance. Now this always happens. Every time we do something, every time we do a retreat, every time we do something, I always hear someone say to me later, oh my God, I saw y'all and I wanted to be there. I wanted to be in it. I wanted to do this. I wanted... So that's why we tell everyone in advance, go watch it and give it to someone who's a witchy friend. Get all your, people already started registering for the Mystery School for 2022. Get in here. Okay? Get in here. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Denelzia. How you loving? I'm loving very well. I'm parked right now. I just came back from play practice. I did so well. The lady said we don't have to practice Friday. She'll see me next Wednesday. So I wore that stage out, honey. I see in your card. It popped out. You see my card? Yeah, it popped out. Wow. Yes, it did. Okay, amen. I was going to ask you what was in the readings for me for what's next. But it popped out at you. It jumped. It jumped. We have a jumper. It jumped and landed right. Yes, it did. Um, Six of Wands. So you had some kind of celebratory moment. You're in some kind of celebratory moment. People are seeing your genius. When when people's, when Six of Wands comes up, it's more than just celebration of who you are. It's a public acknowledgement of your claim. Did they celebrate you today publicly? Okay, so they know that I do stuff and they are out there and they're like, okay, we see you. Yes, and were you acknowledged today in where you were? Yeah, I just came from the church doing um, three songs and two poems. That you performed? Yes. In front of a group of people? Yes, my crew, the crew, the crew for the play. Okay, and what were they saying about you? Were they celebrating you? Were they acknowledging you? They were like, you wore that song out. Well, that's exactly what this Six of of Wands is about. Because Six of of Wands is about accolades. They were giving you accolades. They were giving you your props. They were saying how, how great this was. Yes, yes. Yes, that's the energy of Six of Wands. It is a public acknowledgement. Now, some cards, you know, you you get some inner, you know, recognition of your gifts. (coughs) Pardon me. And some, you know, uh, there's different celebrations. 
This is a very specific energy. The energy of you're riding. It's a man riding on a horse. And he has a wreath on his head. Symbolizing victory. And he has also a wreath on his wand that he's carrying. So this is some kind of spiritual victory. It's wands. And it's elevated. And he's up on a horse. He's high up. And this is indicating wonderful victory yes I would lean into that and meditate on it Mm -hmm. pull up the six of wands and meditate on it and get very used to oh this is a good one This this is what I'm hearing become accustomed to public accolades yes Because at some point, it is difficult to let it in. I mean, when I hear accolades, at some points it gets uncomfortable to let in the accolades. You know, like, that's why I don't push it away. I'm literally actively working with myself on that. That when people give you accolades, oh my goodness, you changed my life. You helped me with this. You helped me with that. Oh, this is so amazing. Let it in. Let it land. Because a lot of us, we push it away, right? Or we just go, oh, it was nothing. Well, you know, that's just what I do. That That's not it. Yeah, yeah, receive it. Let it soak in. Get used to public accolades because your work is public. Okay? I'll leave you with that in love. <sighs> no that if you lean into that six of wands energy and you meditate on it and you, you know, draw the deliciousness out of it, it'll, it'll be clear. It'll be very clear. Thank you, my love. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. And it is the full moon. And we're together every full moon and new moon. This is the first time I've done full moon readings. I just love doing readings. And for years, I did a reading for myself every full moon. And I find that the tarot is particularly charged up on the full moon. It would give you some incredible answers. And I kept a grimoire with all my full moon readings in it all for many years. And it, it, it was magnificent. And hey, if you want to drop a tip in the tip jar... Go right over and tap on my little head. And at the bottom, hey, you can give money. Woo-hoo. That's beautiful. Let's support the work of Christian witches in the world. All right. Who is next? Arlene. How you loving? Of course you are. <laughs> I'm transcending receptivity. <laughs>
Wow, that is amazing. First of all, congratulations. Because going raw, whoo, that's more than a notion. Congratulations. I love that. You have the Four of Pentacles, which is really fascinating. When it first came forward, my mind went to money, yet it's not about the money. It is about, and since Pentacles are the Earth suit, and that's about all the things that are in the third dimension for us, like our homes, our bodies, our money, our... And usually when I see coins or pentacles right away, it kind of brings up the money. This is more about the body. And the four of pentacles is about conservation and holding on to things. Holding on. So as I was hearing you speak, you were speaking four of pentacles completely. You were speaking it. Because the four of pentacles, when you look at him, he has a pentacle in his hand or disc. In some tarot decks, it's called discs. And he has one on his head and he has one under each foot. And so if you look at it from a money perspective, you know, every tarot card has its light and shadow side. It could be that, you know, we're hoarding. It also could mean that we need to save and slow down on spending so much and, and hold on to, you know, conserve. Yeah, this is more speaking of the body, temple, and holding on. So what's going to really, oh my goodness, it's going to be so delicious this releasing in the full moon and you saw this person today or I spoke to this person today which is beautiful because the energies have started to release out of the body you know just so we, you know this as a master also that when we think it it already starts like every action had a thought as an ancestor I read that quote the other day and said mm, that's powerful that because you already started the process the the holding on it's already starting to dissipate it's already starting the things that were being held on to so when you look when you pull up the four of pentacles you see he's holding on to something and in this earth suit 
for you, it's not so much the money, it's the body, the body temple, which the earth um, suit speaks deeply to the body temple, the physical, our physical self, and how we care for this physical self. And so letting go and the full moon, seeing the person during the full moon, releasing the um, the energies in the body temple, having the massages, getting the energy moving, bringing things up and out because massages do that as well. Sometimes people sob when they have massages yet yeah, because the massage therapist healing hands get into one of those pockets where energy is and the energy is released and then we start, feel so much better or sometimes we cry or sometimes we fall asleep. There's a lot of different reactions people can have to this letting go. So that's what the Four of Pentacles energy is saying. Letting go of the body temple. Um, not holding on anymore. And it sounds like you're doing that. That you're ready to let go. Yes? Amen. And TK. You'll wrap us up. How you love it? Hey, how you love it? I'm doing good. I'm loving well. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm excited. I like this moon. It's actually um my natal moon placement, so I'm like feeling all the energy right now. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. Okay. I, I, can y'all still hear me? I just got like a poor signal. Yes, I hear you fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, you know, it's interesting because like this moon is transiting through my fifth house right now, so it's making me think more about um, having fun because I don't do that as much. But um, I'm open to see what the message is for me to receive at this moment um, during this full moon. So I am yielding that to hear what Spirit has to say. <laughs> Beautiful. And could you state your name? It can just be your first name. Yes, Terry. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This jumped out. Oh, wow. We're back at the Knight of Wands again. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Okay. All good. Which it makes sense because a lot of times when you have a large group or we have a group and we're doing readings, it's not unusual for the same card to come forward for more than one person, which is beautiful because that means that in the collective energy, it's something that we're all addressing, healing, moving through, or becoming aware of. So for you, the Knight of Wands is very different. It means to move. Now I see that the procrastination and I feel, I see that there are some things that you haven't taken action on yet waiting for the perfect timing exactly okay (laughs) and spirit is like move that the timing is not going to come together for this thing how you would like it before you move and you've been waiting for signs yet the signs haven't come is that what you, you you've been experiencing that is so interesting because in my business and personal there's some things that I need to take care of that I have been waiting (laughs) but no that's confirmation definitely okay so the, the simple word one word is go and 
They're saying go like a permission. You really have permission to do this big thing. I get that this thing is going to be big when you start on this path, which is why the wanting to get it right, the perfect timing, being sure you have spirit on your side, being sure. I, I see that you're more wanting to be aligned and sure that this is the thing to do. And what they're saying is go, that you're not going to have perfect time. You're not going to have what you're looking for in order to begin this. You got to go. Is this making sense for you? That, that's, that's wow. That's, you know, that's exactly what it is because I've been trying to time things to like, oh, if I wait till this transit, or if I wait till this, or maybe I need this person to do this. And so my spirit has already been telling me I don't need to wait any longer, but overthinking things, trying to, trying to make everything perfect. So, um, no, that's actually... Wow, confirmation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Amen. I love it. Because this is the full moon and the power of the tarot and the veil is thin. And it's October too. And we're coming up on October 31st, which is going to be All Souls Eve, All Hallows Eve, also known as Halloween. And on October 31st, the veil is very thin. So the veil is thinning and thinning and thinning. The veil between the visible, the seen world, and the unseen world. And as the veil continues to thin, more information is going to flow through to all of us. And the energies are, are easier to pick up, especially if you're not a person that does a lot of meditation or I sort of live a mystic, the life of a mystic sort of. I'm, a, I'm with myself a lot. I'm in nature a lot. I was walking around all this afternoon in the cemetery I love that, you know, listening to a babbling bork or looking at a tree or touching a leaf and all these things. So all these things get us in touch with the subtle energies and the subtle energies are more detectable because we're in the season of the witch. I was born in October. This is the season of the witch. So you can, you can hear more. You can tune your senses up, your spidey senses up even more. You can tap in and you can just receive so much more information all the way from now till November 1st. November 1st is going to shut again. So October 31st, November 1st, maybe November 2nd, but it starts closing up after All Hallows Eve. That's And down where I live in Mexico, I'm in Salem right now because um, I had to get this magic in in October. Down in Mexico where I live, they have, um, of course, Day of the Dead. And you've seen that all over, you know, it's everywhere in Mexico. Yet in where I live in the Yucatan, they don't have Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead is more Mexico City. And in the Yucatan, which is more Mayan, there is a different uh, sort of recognition of that same time, time frame, what we're coming up on Halloween, which they also recognize the dead and they have a somewhat akin to a dumb supper and a dumb supper if you've never heard of it is a tradition where witches or it's basically a seance over a meal that's basically what it is I've done a dumb supper uh, more than once very powerful I teach you how to do the dumb supper in spellcrafting for the Christian witch if you desire to get that book it's a big compendium of magic and I tell you exactly 
how I did the dumb supper, but I'll give you just a brief overview. The book has all the details, so you just want to get the book because all the details in the book. The dumb supper is where you, on Halloween, on October 31st, All Hallows Eve or All Souls Eve, uh, where all the souls are, are out and about and the thin, you know, the, the cosmic weather is opening the portal. Well, and they call it in Wicca, they call it Samhain. It's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, however it's pronounced Samhain. Well, during this time, if you have a dumb supper, you can do it with yourself, you, I've done mine with myself, or you can do it with a coven, or you can do it with a group, and you come together, if you do it with a group, and you all bring your ancestors, pictures, anything that represents your ancestors. This is more how they do it in where I live in the Yucatan, as was described to me. Now, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it this year for the first time. Well, you bring your representation of your ancestors or the people that are crossed over, the people that are on the other side. And you um, put them on the altar and you have a whole meal. And then before the meal is served, everyone goes quiet. All the lights go out, turn off all the electronics. Because, you know, electronics, they interfere with, with different things. All these different things are emitting signals and frequencies. So you just want to eliminate as many frequencies as you can out of the space. Well, you get together and you come together and the table's just gorgeous. If you look up Dumb Supper, oh my goodness, these tables are just fabulous. And they set the table and, and usually you could set the table with the, the representations of the ancestors on the table or you could have an altar. So let's say it's four of you. You create an altar where all four of you put your representations in order, of course, of your ancestors, or you could have four separate altars, like one in each of the corners, the four corners, and you could set up the altars. There's many ways of doing it. We don't want to get into, you have to do it this way because there's no have-tos in spirituality. Everything is voluntary and it's completely driven by spirit, your higher self. Well, how we do it, how I do it, is the representations are on the actual table where the food is. And then what you do is you set a place setting for your ancestors. It's really so beautiful. So what I did was I set a place setting from, from the ones that you want to hear from. Now that your crazy drunk uncle, you don't want to talk to him. Well, he's probably still flip flopping around up there in the other realms. Just because you go to the other side doesn't mean you're automatically uh, ascended. He might still be nutty. So not all ancestors do you want to talk to, right? So you are doing the dumb supper for the ancestors you desire to speak with. So for me, that was my mother and my grandmother, my two closest ancestors, my mother, my grandmother. And what you do is when you set the place setting, you have your place setting, you're going to eat a meal with them. So you set their place setting too, and you get what they like. So they do the same thing in the Yucatan as they were describing it to me. I was like, oh, that's what I do. And remember, none of us were communicating with each other about these things all the people did many of the same traditions well when you set the place for your mother your grandmother or whomever you set their place setting opposite of your place setting it needs to be a mirror image you don't set their place setting exactly like yours because they're in spirit realms and it's a mirror image so you have to hold like a mirror up to your place setting so that you can see how their place setting needs to, needs to go. 
And then after everything is set and their play setting is there, you've set the intention. Of course, you set the intention. So you've already, they already see you doing it. So of course, they're going to come visit you. You're making space for them. You're telling them that you want them to come. You, you're loving on them. And then they do the same thing in the Yucatan that I do. You buy what they want to eat. So like the gentleman was telling me about it. They tell me, you know, if he likes um, pork chops, then you're going to buy a pork chop or whatever. I don't eat pork chops. Um, my mother and my grandmother, I had for the last dumb supper I did, I had wine for my mother because my mother loved wine. I don't drink wine. I bought the wine for her. I, and so, of course, it was a wine glass with the wine for my mother. My grandmother didn't drink. She was a teetotaler like me. I'm a, Both of us are teetotalers. My grandmother loved coffee. Now, my mother loved coffee, too. But with dinner, she would more have wine. She would have coffee in the morning. So you just got to think about if they were there with you, because they are there with you, and they're going to be in this thing. Now, you're going to be giving them coffee at nighttime? I mean, if that's not something they did, then... But my grandmother, she would have her little percolating coffee cup, coffee on the, you know, Maxwell House. I still remember the Maxwell House cans from back in the day of coffee. She would drink her coffee anytime. So it would be okay to give grandma a cup of coffee with the meal. And then of course I had the food. It was a feast. It's like a Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. It's really beautiful. You set the whole table. You set the energy. You already have your intention. They see you shopping for it. You've been talking to your ancestors. When the veil opens, it's almost like a door, a big cosmic door opens and you can talk to everybody every year. And you sit down and when everything is set all the lights have to go off because of course you're gonna have candles all the lights get turned off no electronics you turn off all your phones you turn off all the tvs if there are tvs in the room where you're gonna do this like in a dining room or something like that or a living room you're gonna throw your cloth just like we do a lot of times when we're um if we're in a place and then we're gonna do some ritual spiritual work we we'll always throw cloths and coverings over the TVs. The TV is a portal too, especially these flat screen TVs. Oh my goodness. You can look in there and you don't know what's looking at you from the other side. So just lock all that down. You're going to throw something over the TVs. You're going to turn off all the devices. And if you don't even have devices in the room, even better, because I've heard some very strange things that happen on dumb suppers. If you look it up and why do they call it dumb? They call it dumb only not because the people are dumb, because back in the day, if you could, if you were not speaking, people called you dumb, not dumb that you didn't have sense. They called people who didn't speak dumb. So it just took on the name of dumb supper. Um, it has nothing to do with intelligence. I don't call it dumb supper because I describe it in the book. I don't like that terminology. So that's just a personal thing. Uh, call it whatever you like. So I call it feast of the dead. So you could call it whatever you desire. And um, I'm pretty much sure I'm going to do it with the Maya when I'm or down in the Yucatan uh, with them so I can understand how it's done. Because like I said, it's different from Day of the Dead over in Mexico City and the rest of Mexico. Now, when you turn off all the lights and you light the candles, you are going to, of course, send up your words of power or whatever you usually begin your ritual with. If you're calling in the angels and you're, um, maybe you burn some incense, of course, to clear the space, whatever you saged up, whatever you do, do your protocols. And then you, everyone sits in complete silence and you eat the meal and watch what happens. Okay, any questions before we conclude? And this is all lined out uh, for you in the book. 
So support the work of Christian witches. Support the work of Christian witches. Get the books. Yes. Questions, Real, thoughts. Real quick, because I was driving. That all you mentioned, and then if you could spell the dumb thing. Yes, the oil, cassia. And cassia is spelled C-A-S-S-I-A. Was that the one you were talking about? The, the essential oil? Yeah. Cassia. Yeah, I love it. It's, a, it's in the cinnamon family. Well, Latoya could tell you all about it because the, the ancient, you know, the Chinese herbalist, that's like a mainstay for them. But then how do you spell the dumb thing? Oh, dumb? Just like how you spell dumb like a person is, that doesn't have good sense, like an imbecile, except it's supper. So dumb supper. A supper that is in silence. No talking. You cannot talk the entire time. And some of these witches get together. Covens can do it. Some of these witches get together and they do a dumb supper and man, stuff starts shooting around the room. And I, oh, I cannot even tell you how many things. I've been in a lot of rituals. Let's just say I've seen a lot of supernatural phenomena. And I'm sure you have too. So I'm telling you, expect it. Things might fall on the floor. You might get some cold air coming through. You smell somebody's perfume and they've been dead for 30 years. You know, y'all know how this stuff works. Y'all are witches just like just like me. Witches, wizards, warlocks, magical beings. You know how this stuff works? When you when you make a space for it's like a seance over a meal, basically. That's what it is. Okay, okay. Um, something strange happened yesterday and it, it didn't dawn on me until right now. The guy is working on the house next door, my neighbors moved. Oh, and um, he said that when he got there to remodel the house after the people had moved out, there was a lot of theological markings written on the wall. Um, I had went to go look, but they had already painted over it. But something kept... Uh, I, I, if I had seen it, I would have taken pictures so I could have tried to figure out what it was. Would, does anything come to your spirit when I talk about it? Oh, yes, absolutely. It doesn't matter if they painted over it because... The energy is still there, emanating through the paint. So I would have addressed that before painting it, because when you when you're dealing with these things, and these things could have been charged, they could be emitting all kinds of, they could be portals. Who knows what this is? But the first thing that came to me was something I watched the other day. I watched this thing on on Netflix. I forget the name of it, but it was this movie. It was about a priest who was exercising people. And one of the demons that he exercised out of somebody jumped on him, got in him. And in my mind, I was like, man, this Catholic priest, he really didn't have it locked down. Because if you locked it down, because I do that. That's what I do. I, I know how to get rid of negative entities, negative spirits, all that kind of stuff. Done it many times. And nothing ever jumps on the practitioner because the practitioner, did anything ever jump on Jesus? No. Of course not. Because there is not a, it's not a welcoming home and abode these things you know just like Lilith and all of these different beings they have certain kinds of habitations and and when we study this in the mystery school Harm, uh, Zaire I see Zaire in the room Zaire can tell you in the testament of Solomon there's a lot of clues on the habitations of these beings negative spirits can't hang out just hanging out in a it's like you trying to go to the moon. You can't hang out on the moon with no uh, apparatus for breathing. They can't hang out in a love light bee. 
They, they're repelled by it. They're repulsed by it. They're running from it, right? Um, it's the light, because the light conquers the darkness. So I would want to, I just said that piece for us who, if anybody's concerned about these negative entities, negative spirits, because that's a big talk on the on the YouTube channel. And that video is just viral about how to get rid of negative entities and negative and, and demonic spirits and all these things. Nothing to be afraid of. Just get rid of the shit. You don't need it. And you have command over all these things given to you by source. Well, before covering over any markings, I would have definitely found out what it was. And if I could not find out by natural means, I would have found out by supernatural means. Tell me what you are. Tell me where you came from. And you can, there are many means of being able to find out information supernaturally. I mean, tarot's just one. Many ways to find out what things, find things out. You can find things out with all manner of divination. People use bones and people use dowsing rods and people use um, a pendulum. You could do a tarot reading. You could go into the uh, astral realm and you could look at it. There's many ways of doing this thing. I don't want to give you a specific way of looking at it. I would say if there were, if it was important enough to mark it all over the wall, it was important enough to know what it was. Yes? Okay, now it is the house next door. Um, but still, just the fact that he came over and told me that, I was just like, you know what? I might want to, and I've been through a lot of neighbors in that house. So I wonder if it has anything to do yes, with that. Yes, it absolutely does. And what did he say the markings look like? And why did he tell you? It's very interesting he told you because you're a witch. So what was his point? What was his intention in telling you this information? Um, he, uh, he said, uh, what did he say to me? He said, uh, he asked about the neighbors. He wanted to know if I knew them and what kind of people they were uh, before they left. So he was trying to find out information about... Yeah, because the markings are probably activated and he's feeling some things that he's... You know, we're, we're all energy beings. He's sensing some things and he's knowing exactly where it came from. It came from the markings on the wall. He's clear on what happened. He probably just doesn't know what to do about it. So you can help him with that. Gotcha. I would tell him... I would tell him, tell me what this thing looked like before. Because obviously it bothered him enough that he covered it up. But we know paint doesn't cover energy. Okay. So it's bothering him. Something down there has yes. jumped he's, on him. He's feeling it. If, if, if it wasn't bothering him, he wouldn't be talking to you about it. Or asking questions about the people next door. Exactly. No, something's going on. There's some activity over there. Spirit, spirit activity. And I, I mean, there's spirit activity everywhere. You just have to keep it in order. Keep the, There was plenty of spirit activity when I was in the cemetery today. And you can see some of it on the video. I saw, and as even said in the video, if you see some things, you know how this goes. There's spirit activity everywhere. We live in a, in a huge universe with lots of spirit activity. No problem. The key is, the witch is the keeper of order. The witch keeps, what's the word I want to use? That is order, cosmic order. So the witch knows where to put things. And even that's how witches heal people because they see what's out of order and then they put it back in order, right? You can't have um, blooming flowers in the middle of winter. 
That's not the order of things. So the witch is just putting things back in order. So these spirits, these beings, when they see me coming most of the time, they just run and go wherever they're going to go because I'm packing. Yeah, I'm packing. I'm not, I'm not playing around with that. And we're not playing games when you already know where you belong. Get to step it. Now, some spirits are lost. They're not negative. And some are in people or on people. We were in an experience, an ayahuasca experience, and I looked up and I said, you have a demon. She was like, oh my God, Rev, get it off of me. And I saw it lifting up and it went out the window. I saw it lifting up. It was because of the plant medicine and the whole thing that the shaman had, because of course we smoke them out, you know, all your tobacco and your sage and all these things. This smokes these things out because the energy of sage and energy of tobacco is what we're talking about. And a lot of these fumigations if you do a really good fumigation they can't stay in that energy and then in addition to the shaman using fumigations the shaman also uses sound because you know shamans have drums shamans have rattles all these things have energy shaman sings a song the song the particular song uh shaman that i'm talking about is a shipibo shaman in uh, uh, ayahuascaro, so like an ayahuascaro, a, a shaman who administers ayahuasca in a long line of shamans. Well, this, he also has what's called an ikaros. They sing songs to help you not get lost in spirit realms and different places when you go on these ayahuasca journeys because you could be all over the universe when you're going under. And you're vulnerable, your consciousness is open. And so that's why they have to lock it down spiritually and to make sure that everything is right. And then uh, when uh, you are in the ayahuasca journey, he's singing, he and she, because we have sh- she shamans as well. And oh my goodness, her song was so beautiful. Each shaman is like a penguin. They have their own ikaros, their own song. That is that shaman song. And I've heard many different shamans sing and they, they all have their own song. And these ikaros that they're singing, they're helping you find your way, helping your spirit find your way while you're in the ayahuasca journey because there's many entrapments. I mean, you have to go through the astral realm and there's so many things to look at. You know, you could look to the left. Oh my God, what is that? And over there and over there. And some of them are just so busy. They have a whole lot of things going on inside the ayahuasca journey. You need to stay focused. I mean, I was in one ayahuasca journey and I, I had to just keep pressing and pressing because they told me, remember what you, what, what you, you, you must be, you must exercise your will and you must be insistent on what you came for because so much stuff is coming up in your consciousness. You know, show my, my whole thing was showing me, show me what to do with these healing hands. And I had to keep saying it and saying it because over to the side, it looked like there was Chinese fireworks going off and over to the other side, it looked like it was countdown at uh, Mardi Gras or, or the ball dropping in Madison Square, I mean Times Square and it's a lot of craziness could be going on in your consciousness and you must stay focused and see the ayahuasca uh, the, the shaman he's singing the ikaros and he is bringing you through if you just follow that sound, shamans always have sounds because I was with another shaman who is a druid and he also has his drumming so you, you follow the drum beat, doom, 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 doom. And that way you don't get lost all in the astral realms and all these different places. I say all that to say, spirit realms is very busy. It's very, I don't want to say busy. Spirit realms is full of activity. No problem if you know how to navigate it. Isn't the world full of billions of people too? And if you went to Dubai, there's millions of people in Dubai. No problem. Because you know how to comport yourself. You go to Peru. Isn't there many people living in Peru? Of course. Well, there's many spirits there too. 
The key is that we understand that we're spiritual beings and we understand how to comport ourselves in spirit realms. Is that understood or um, is that resonating? Is that harmonizing? Yes, indeed. I jotted down a whole lot of notes. Now, um, this video you're talking about, how long ago did you do it? Oh, the video of the uh, negative, negative spirits? Negative spirits, yeah. Oh, uh, good question. It, it was a few years ago. You can easily find it because a lot of people search for that on my channel. So if you go to my channel and you search for uh, negative entities, negative spirits, you'll see it because it's, it's quite a popular video. A lot of people watch that video because a lot of people are terrified and terrorized by negative entities because they don't know what to do. And a lot of negative entities attach themselves to people. And this is a big one. Stop feeding them. They, they have to be fed because they're energy beings. All of us have to be fed. Your soul has to be fed. That's why we call it soul food. How's your soul fed? Coming together in, in, in the spiritual practices, meditation, singing, what people do when they go to church. They, they engage in singing together. They engage in fellowship. This is feeding your soul and your spirit. It's feeding it with high elevation vibratory. It's energy. You're an energy being, so you have to have energy. You're feeding on energy. If we just left you in the dark by yourself for 20 years, you would waste away. Most humans, wouldn't we? We would waste away. That's why solitary confinement is such a horrible um, punishment for people. So these things are just like everything else that require energy. And you are making your consciousness a place that doesn't feed them. They're feeding off our fear. They're feeding off our anger, our jealousies, our resentments, our grudges, our unforgiveness, our guilt, our shame. They're feeding. They're eating. It's like literally like a parasite. As above, so below. So if you can have a parasite in your gut feeding off of you, couldn't you have spiritual parasites too? Yes, we have them. And, and your work as a spiritual practitioner is to make yourself a holy habitation for the spirit of God alone. A holy habitation. That's why we do consecration. That's why when you get the book, How to Be a Christian Witch, Spellcrafting for the Christian Witch, we talk about consecration. I was consecrated. I was consecrated several times. I was definitely consecrated before I became, uh, for one of my initiations, I've had four initiations thus far. All the initiations, you have to be consecrated beforehand. You have to fast and, and clean your mind and clean your consciousness and clean your body and clean your house. Consecration, 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 cleaning away all the stuff. Because if you don't clean and clean and clean and clean and clear, we got food for them. Hey, come on, my anger is just out of control. And I've, you have seen these, I'm going to show you exactly how you've seen these negative spirits. I'm going to tell you exactly, and you've seen this. You ever look in somebody's eyes and they get real mad real fast? And you're like, ooh, what just happened? And you saw something took over them real quick. Like a parasite. It's an energetic parasite. Have you ever seen that? I've seen it. I'm like, oh. This person has an entity that has attached to them. But people keep thinking, oh, it's going to look like, you know... Um, some movie, The Exorcist or something, your head's going to be spinning around, you're going to be vomiting green stuff. Uh, no. A whole lot of people got a whole lot of stuff attached to them that would never present that way because they know that you would run them clean out of there if it presented that way. 
They get a whole lot more mileage if they're low key. No, y'all got to get up out of here. Y'all got to get up out of this consciousness. No, make yourself a holy habitation for spirit. And I'm telling you, one of the big things that they feed on porn, they love porn. Why? Um, Well, a lot of reasons. And there's nothing wrong with porn. Don't take this as wrong, right, or feeling guilty. None of that. If you have these secret hidden, see, they, they fester in the secret in the darkness. If you have these secret addictions, that's shame. What's the energy of that? The energy of that is shame. Because if you do things deep, darkness, secret, I'm not talking about, because everybody has their thing that they like or whatever, and you're not going to blast your sex life all over the world. No. I'm talking about shame, and there's a lot of sexual shame connected with the things that we do and we don't realize it it's unconscious they feed on these and porn brings out a lot of it they feed on these things i'm not saying don't watch porn and there's something wrong with porn it's not i've watched porn i'm also aware Ooh, that's a doorway you have to be careful you have to be careful with your consciousness be very careful with your consciousness and instead of porn go the opposite direction if you want to you don't have to if you want to the opposite direction you would go to go up See, porn could take you down, 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 down. It could keep going down. There's no basement. It just keeps swirling down. It, and the further you go down, you're gonna meet some dark entities. The the high the high side is tantra, and I've been practicing tantra. Now, oh my God, it's way better. I mean, the orgasms are off the. They're cosmic orgasms. They're off the charts. Tantra, you go that direction, and that is sex is God. And God is sex. That's the sacred sexuality. That's the light aspect, I guess you could say, of if porn was the shadow, then the light, the Christ, would be Tantra. You're supposed to be giving up sex. Sex is how everybody got here. Sex is wonderful. God is sex. Sex is a divine energy. You need to take your divine energy to the high vibration. Just like food. You could eat low vibration food. You could eat french fries at McDonald's. I mean, I don't know what that is. Is it real potatoes? Well, well, they say it's real potatoes, but I don't know. It turns into cardboard 10 minutes after when it's cold. It's, it's, it doesn't taste like a potato anymore. I don't know what they're doing. But anyway, there's a lot of things that are not food. There's a lot of things that people eat plastic. They make margarine. Margarine is not food. If you put margarine on your food, it's not food. So we eat a lot of things that are not food. And if that's a lower vibration. It's a density to it. And it has an energy. If you go high vibration, maybe olive oil, extremely high vibration. I wish we could put our feed, food on some kind of scale to see the vibration of it before we eat it. Because all this stuff is going into your consciousness and it's energy and, and who made it and how they made it. Everything's energy. And then it's going into you and you're an energy being and it's attaching to you. So you just want to do a real good clean sweep of your life. Oh, that was a long answer to that question, Tenozio. I needed all that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you could, you could do the long... Absolutely. I was just about to say, long but much needed. Right? Because you know people that get, get into the, the, the um, porn, and it just gets darker and darker and darker, and you need more and more. It's like a little, like a hit. Like, the thing that really got you off, Two years ago, it poured, it won't. You need it more intense, more intense, more intense. That's more like a dopamine hit to the brain. Tantra is a downward spiral. 
Tantra is an upward spiral. Unless you're just really good at self-mastery. That's why I say there's nothing wrong with porn. Porn is like everything else in the third dimension is neutral. What is your consciousness doing with it? And a lot of, that's one of those areas where if you're not a complete master of self, it's very slippery. No, I wouldn't be in front of porn because I have an addictive kind of personality. I'm a fanatic. Have y'all noticed? My personality type is fanatical. <laughs> so I know myself. I would be in trouble. I would be out on the street being a hooker in 10 minutes. If I... Because <laughs> I'm... Like... <laughs> Not in 10 minutes, now. <laughs> you know... Not, one of these all-in kind of gals I just like dive into things <laughs> and I'm impulsive child I would be out there I would be you know so that's why I keep I, I'm very careful with my consciousness and Tantra is like wow like I'm looking for that next partner that when we look at each other across the room we have orgasms these incredible because Tantra will teach you that how to have orgasms from gazing at each other across the room it's very divine connection Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. And then you can really be in high, 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 high realms. And the best person to look up, I feel he's the reigning, uh, I don't want to say reigning like there's nobody else, but he is absolutely an incredible master teacher. Is Montauk Chia. Look him up. Montauk Chia. I think you spell it. Does anybody know how to spell his name? So I don't spell M-A-N. it. M-A-N. T-A-K-Chia, like Chia C-C-H-I-A. Montauk Chia will tell you exactly what positions you're supposed to do, exactly how many days, how many times a day, like nine times a day, so to cure like a liver issue. Now with Montauk Chia, um, let me find it. Let me, let me go to my bookcase. Because there's one book for, because a lot of times I notice women buy the book for men. And men wind up buying a book for women. <laughs> so let me find wow. the one that's specifically for women. And we have men in the room too. So for our men and women in the room or people who are neither or people that are all. Hi, we're, we welcome everyone here. And you... Oh yeah, hi Roberto. Robert. Is it Roberto? Yes, Roberto Del Rey. Yes. And you look up Montal Chia. He will tell you exactly what times to have sex, what positions, and how many, like say if you're gonna heal a liver, you you just put a couple in the room and they're gonna stay there for a while till this liver is healed. He's he's teaching you um, sacred, sacred sexuality, tantric means of healing the body. Queen, the one for men is called Taoist Secrets of Love cultivating male sexual energy. I'll repeat that again just in case somebody didn't catch it. Taoist, and Taoist is spelled with a T, but it sounds like a a D. T-A-O-I-S-T. Taoist, secrets of love, cultivating male sexual energy. And the one for feminine sexual energy is healing love through the Tao. Healing love through the Tao, D T A O, through the Tao. Sounds like it's a D, but it's a T. And both of those are works of Montauk Chia. 
Thank you so much for that, Clovet. And you can even Thank see him you. on. I appreciate it, Clovet. Thank you, honey. And you can see him on YouTube. And I just love him. He's just got this amazing accent. And I mean, he knows everything about sex. Oh my God. This man knows everything about sex. It's incredible. <laughs> Isn't it? He does. Him, and, him and this young Nick Yama are my favorites. Ooh, I don't know about him. Say say the name again. Um, let me find how you spell it. But it's Nis Yama. He's um he's a brother, and he used to be in the states, but then he transitioned his business to Europe maybe about fifteen years ago. So he does all his workshops in Europe. I'll find him and spell his name for you guys. Very good. And when you came to the Punani Power Retreat, we, we've had Punani Power a couple of times. The Punani Power and some of those Zaire was at Punani Power also. The retreat that we had a couple of years ago where we were in Crystal City, Virginia, where I was living at the time. And um, we had there Nicole. And Nicole, she went to um, the, she went to Thailand to be trained in the tantric arts. And while she was there, they also gave her additional training in sacred sexuality. She was there for six weeks. And then she came and she shared it with us. And it, it was simply incredible. Do you remember that? Um, Zaire, she gave us the healing sound for the liver, healing sound for the spleen, the healing sound for the heart. They, they have mantras, they have sounds. And you get that going with the sexuality, baby, ain't nothing you gonna need. You gonna be right. You're going to be tight. So I want to go to, I, I more go the tantric route than the porn route. And it's just, it's even better because people are looking for kicks, right? So you just want to get your, you want to bring everything up to the highest elevation you can because these spirits, these negative entities, they're dense. They're low density. You go high, they can't jump up there. You raise your vibration, they can't, they can't go up. They start burning and crackling and falling off. Then they just fall down to other people that are down there. You ready, Val? Yes. It's tent A, the letter A, tantric, T-A-N-T-R-I-C, life.org. A tantric life.org. That is freaking delicious. I'm going there today. <laughs> yeah, baby, because I'm about that tantric lifestyle now. Oh, oh you're going to love and you know that the beauty of this is that when you start to see the connection between the lingam or the the male principle right penis whatever you want to call it and many names for it and the yoni so the lingam and the yoni the yoni of Punani, which means beautiful flower in Hawaiian, or whatever you want to call the yoni, vaginal, the, the, the vagina, the Garden of Eden. Inside the vaginal walls are acu... I don't want to say acupuncture, more acupressure. Definitely not acupuncture, because I ain't sticking no needles inside my cooch. But more <laughs> acu... They're pressure points reflexology points just like on the bottom of your foot right so you know how the bottoms of your feet my mother my grandmother had this in the back of her um, bathroom 
every time you sit there in the bathroom, you're in the tub or you sit on the toilet or you wash your hands or you shower or you're getting dressed, she had all the coins that were on the bottom of your feet. So the liver, all your organs are connected to the soles of your feet and the palms of your hand. Well, it turns out that they also have them inside the yoni. The liver point is inside the yoni. All these points. And it's also on the lingam. That's why people, we need to have sex and have lots of orgasms because you're healing these parts of your body. But if you're just thinking about getting off, well, I don't know if you're getting all the benefit you could than if you were learning how to have an hour-long orgasm. Like, I just keep stretching the orgasms out longer and longer to see if I can get to an hour orgasm. Queen, they getting off. They getting off, of, getting off of their creation wheel. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you listen, if you listen to Montauk Chia and to many of the, the, the tantric teachers, they'll teach them about Neo's non-ejaculatory orgasms and teach the men not to ejaculate every time they have an orgasm, how to have these orgasms without the ejaculation so that they don't, you know, every time they, they ejaculate, they're losing a lot of power. They're losing yes, a lot of life force energy that they could be circulating back in their own system to heal. For life force, exactly. And they're yes, circulating the energy and circulating our energy and you just say, so it's so amazing. This sounds like part two of yesterday's talk. Yesterday's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't there. I was on a plane. So, uh, but I know it was delicious because that is what I heard. Word on the street is it was delicious. <laughs> oh my goodness. So before we wrap up, because I have not eaten dinner yet and I've been hanging and, and all kinds of deliciousness. I've been doing my full moon fun in the cemetery and all of that. Are we doing a card for you, um, Clovette? Or tell us you were going to share for the full moon? Or tell me what was happening. Oh, yes. I love cards. Like, it's been a long time since you pulled the card for me. Let's get it. Yes. <laughs> all right now. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. It's shuffling for you now. Okay. I was just going to ask you which deck you were using, but I figured you'd tell me. Ooh, Chariot. I'm actually using, if y'all look on my stories on my Instagram, tap on my head and go to the bottom of my profile and tap on my Instagram and go to my stories and you can see the deck that I got. And if you, if I didn't put it on the stories for the Instagram for my personal brand, which is Valerie Love, then tap on the Christian Witches Instagram and it'll hop you over to there. It's definitely on the stories on Christian Witches. Oh, you should have seen the goodies I was looking at today in Marshall's. OMG. So, that's the deck. I showed you all the deck. It is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I love this deck. Yeah. It's sort of a take on Rider Waite Smith. It is not as detailed it's more of a simple starter deck okay it's only $14.99 in uh marshall's i was like wow yeah <laughs> yeah of course you're in wisdom Salem. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly they got tarot decks in the starbucks 
Yeah, Salem is a witch tale. So, you have the chariot. And I love that. About taking charge, baby. Taking charge. And it's a very specific taking charge. Your taking charge is about integration of the dark and the light. So, what's going to be really important, especially over this moon cycle, for everyone who got cards today, we're talking about the full moon. So, the next full moon is integrating the shadow, getting into the shadow. Integrating the dark and the light. You need both. Because the chariot is about taking reins, taking charge, you being in the driver's seat. Owning your authority, owning your gifts, not passing off your power to other people, riding triumphantly, being on destiny, knowing where you're going, having your direction. And we see the Sphinx, two of them, one black, one white. Yeah, there's two Sphinx on the tarot, on the traditional and the Rider Waite Smith. If you pull up the chariot, you see this, this figure who is promenading on a chariot standing up. He's an authoritative being and he has a star in his head and he has celestial clothing and he has two sphinx, one black, one white. You got to get them together. Integration. You can't have one going one way and one going the other because then you will not be able to move powerfully forward. Right? The way that you can move powerfully forward is because you've integrated these energies. You're moving powerfully forward as one whole integrated being. But a lot of people don't want to go into the shadow. So that's really the message for you is take charge. Take on the shadow, which I see you're doing because you got the books. And thank you for setting up a book club room, a book discussion. <laughs> oh, you're going to get in there with your peeps, huh? <laughs> Uh -oh. We ain't playing no more. We come in off the kindergarten playground. We graduate. Right. You know what's so funny, Queen? After our call this morning, thank you so much for that. I am going to um, breathe all of that in and, and relax and embrace that. After our call this morning, I received a message on LinkedIn inviting me to apply for a gig for $150,000. Hello. Right. Hello. And do you know, I was walking around today holding that energy and really rooting in, deepening into it and fanning the flames of these delicious events that we're doing for people for 100K plus. Continue. Yes. So I, at, I, at first I just saw the 150K and I was like, Oh, 
And I'm telling you, I'll be all lit up when I'm giving the messages too. And oh man, I'll be all fired up. Oh my God. Spirit will just take over me and be like, what? Oh my goodness. But they get the point across, right? Because we it need. Really is, that wasn't the very fluffy feel good video inspiration no this is an ass whipping this is the can (laughs) this is the part where the whip ass the can of whip ass gets opened no people we can't be doing it because too many of us are stuck on that job thing too many of us yeah. Yeah, I said, woo, you convict my spirit. Yeah, so I was like, I declined. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know what, matter of fact, because I was like, what? Hold on. So I said, thank you, I declined. And then I went and removed myself. Because even though I'm not like actively searching, I completely forgot that I have my profile up on all these glass doors, zip recruiters, career builders. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is why the universe keeps thinking that I want this. So I was like, delete, oh, wow. delete, delete, delete. <laughs> and then go on LinkedIn and create your profile for you being a boss. It's already created, Glee. Oh, all right then. Hallelujah. <laughs> and and delete and cut off all the rest. You good. Yes, yes. So yesterday integration, I'm going to go look up that card. Thank you so much, Bree my pleasure family that is our full moon in aries i pray it's a beautiful night for you go gaze at mother moon and let her bask sometimes i even sleep with the um curtains open so you can get the moon bath at night while you sleep if you want to sleep nude if it's safe for you to do so wherever you are you can sleep nude and get a nice full a full moon bath which is always beautiful if you can even sleep outside i have slept outside under the full moon however i can do that because i do have a sun moon private deck on my home that spirit gave me so if you have a private place that you can go and you can sun gaze or you can even sleep under the full moon beautiful as well soaking that full moon energy love you everybody send some love love you have a beautiful night peace (laughs) yeah